Hey, what's going on, my man? This is Kevin Nelson, and you are listening to the MLM Force Radio Show. It is a pleasure to be here with you, and today I get to share rule number five with you. All right, you ready? Drum roll, please. Rule number five on becoming your attractive character. I know that drum roll was lame. I'll get it better. Is care dot 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 a lot. All right? Care a lot. Okay, and I know you wouldn't be here if you didn't care a lot. All right? You're already a caring person. You want to be in business. You want to be an MLM because you care a lot. You want to give back. All right? There's a little, a little saying that goes like this. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right? Pretty sure you've heard that before. Just want to repeat it again. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to share a little story with you to drive home the, the golden nuggets in this, in this principle, in this rule on becoming your attractive character. All right, when I was a little kid, I was the youngest of 10. Uh, my mom worked a ton. She was a beef jerky rep. So she'd drive all over the Sacramento Valley, the Bay Area, delivering beef jerky. And my dad was in, he was sick in bed. Um, this is when I was like two, three, four, five, you know, up until I was 10. And so our garage, we had, we had this entire garage, right? And in this entire garage of ours, there was like an aisle that you could walk through to get to the door that went into the house. The rest of the garage was chuck full of beef jerky. Okay? Sounds like a dream, right? Um, no, we couldn't eat it all or any of it, but it was chuck full of beef jerky. And once a month, my mom would do inventory. Okay. This, my dad actually had this job before he got sick, but now my mom's doing it. She would do inventory and she would want, um, help doing inventory. Cause obviously, you know, a whole garage, probably like four and a half feet tall, the whole garage, Chuck full of beef jerky. It's a lot to go through. So she'd ask for help. And my siblings weren't very helpful. They didn't want to help. Um, my dad was sick, even though my mom wanted his help because he'd done before, you know, had experience, could help her easily. Um, but he's sick. And my older siblings, they were teenagers. They didn't want to help. They didn't, eh. You know, like, who wants to do that on, a, on any day? And so me being a little kid... And always having a very giving and helpful heart, you know, I really wanted to help her. I'd be like, Mom, I'm here. Like, I can help. I want to do it. She'd be like, you can't help me. You know, have you ever... I'm a parent now. And sometimes I'm tempted to tell my children this very thing. Now you can't help me. Because in reality, it turns into them learning how to do something, right? But guess what? If you actually take your time and teach your kids to learn something, you know, and you have patience with them, eventually they will be helping. So my mom would just look at me and say, you can't help. And 
and I would I would hang my head and I turn around this is in California so it was always warm pretty much I turn around my bare feet and you know walk back in the front door you know, kind of the walk of shame You're like oh man I can't help I'm no help who can I help you know what can I do so I was always wanting to to help people and as I grew up I took this with me you know I became an eagle scout um when we moved to Idaho and I was a teenager you know had more time with friends sleepovers that kind of stuff um my friends had more structured homes and and I would I would help them with their chores you know like I'd spend the night Friday night and then we'd wake up Saturday and their parents would be like you can't do anything until you get your chores done and at this time, I was just living with my mom. My parents had separated. It was just me and my mom and a tiny duplex. And we didn't, like, I didn't have a ton of chores, you know? There wasn't much to do. And so my friends would be like, it's time to do your chores. And you can't do anything. Sorry. You got to do those before you can hang out with your friends or whatever. And I'd always be like, hey, like, I want to help. Can I help him? <laughs> can I help do his chores? And then he gets them done faster and we can, you know, we can go do something faster. And so... You know, I helped one, two, three. I would help like three or four of my friends pretty often with their chores, you know, vacuuming, cleaning their bathroom, whatever it was. You know, I didn't care. I always was up for helping. Um, and at this time in our life, um, my wife and I, you know, we're married. Um, I'm going to go back a little bit. We're living in Los Angeles. We're at my uh, living with my brother in Los Angeles. Um, well, no, we're we're just in Los Angeles on our own, and I'm selling pest control. And the end of the summer is coming, and this thing comes up. You know, we we started this journey of you know of kind of leaving house and home in Idaho, and venturing out and and developing new skills, but this interesting thing developed you know i always wish i could help people i always wish i could you know i i just always wanted to help people but even when i was a little kid sometimes i wasn't big enough to help or i was only helping one person at a time me you know when i was a teenager helping my friends helping in church or helping in school or just being a scout you know i was just helping a very small number of people and i i wanted to help a lot of people and and as I was selling pest control that summer, as I'm selling, you know, I'm out knocking. And I'm like, I'm still just helping, like one person at a time. You know, this is how can I, you know, I wish I could help tons of people. Like, how do people affect mass amounts of people or or larger numbers of people? And this interesting thing happened. The end of the summer, I didn't have a job. My pest control you know salesmanship whatever was coming to a close and i was like well do i go get a job or do we continue this kind of do our own thing even though pest control wasn't necessarily our own thing it was just to get us to los angeles but now you know do i really want to do i really want a business do i really want to do something on my own um and or do I want to go back to the professional life or keep selling maybe and work for somebody else? Um, and, you know, when when time came to it, 
I decided, we decided, my wife and I, that I'd go without a job. You know, I wouldn't work for somebody else. And, you know, we, we joined our first MLM officially. You know, we, we bought products from a lot of companies and, you know, kind of tried them out that way, but never, never actually done the business. And so we, we did our due diligence and joined our first MLM, which is awesome, awesome company. And we wanted to have 100 business builders in our downline, okay, that we could help. You know, here's, there's that word again, help. I want to help people. And one second. And through helping these people, you know, obviously I could help. I was like, man, I can help way more people than just one at a time if there's 100 people in our downline. But again, back to, back to being a little kid in our garage and asking to help my mom. I felt the same way, you know, well, I'm not skilled enough. Um, I'm not very capable. You know, I've never built a business. I've never worked for myself. I've never, you know, I've just gone to school and worked for other people. And so there's that, that belief that comes back again, that I'm not enough. You know, it comes like that moment when I hang my head in our driveway and walk back through our front door going, man, I'm just not big. No, I'm not enough. You know, I can't, I can't do this. And my wife and I, we get six months down the road. Sorry, I had a weird notification pop up that I'm available on another podcast. Uh, we get six months down the road. And... We're we're talking to people all the time and, you know, we're reaching out to people online. And, I mean, we've been talking to like 20 people a day, you know, messaging on my messenger, on Instagram, on whatever, talking to people. You know, we, we sponsored about 30 people and, you know, it's it's going. It's going somewhere. Um, but out of those 30 people, only three of them were interested in the business. Um. But we're talking to people, you know. But again, the people that I'm helping and the people that my wife are helping, it's one at a time. Just one person. And I'm freaking going nuts. I'm like, how do I help more people? You know, and at the time, talking to 20 new people a day and all the follow-up and whatever, I felt like that took my whole day just to talk to maybe 30 people. And maybe a couple of them take action. And then most of them just drop off and don't do anything. And I'm like, I'm not even helping myself. I want to help people. I'm going to go crazy. Uh, And so my wife and I, we made this awesome habit. And we've developed this habit of, of reading every day. So every day we read together about 30 to 60 minutes. And I know you might be like, well, that's a long time. I don't have that much time. You might. You do. I guarantee you do. Um, So we'd read. And we had just gotten the book Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. And we were digging into this book, right? 
oftentimes we, and I remember it specifically, we went to this library. We'd take our kids to the library to read and to play, you know. Libraries aren't just for books nowadays. They have, like, toy sections for kids, and it's free. And so we took our kids to this library that wasn't in the same town where we were, or, or place where we were at. You know, it was probably, like, 20 minutes away because we had they had this this awesome play section. So we go there, and we had just gotten the book, and we read it in the car all the way over there. And we're sitting in this room. They had this playroom that was like had like seven tables and all these like phone blocks and all this crazy stuff. And no one was there. And it was like seven o'clock at night. And so our kids are just playing by themselves. And we're reading. And we're getting to, you know, a point in the book when when Russell starts talking about becoming a charismatic leader and an attractive character. And... I'll never forget these lines and well I mean I haven't memorized them but they made a huge impact on me and I'll share them share them with you right now and Russell says this is about helping people right we want to help people we want to help a lot and he says one struggle most of us have as we try to serve our audience is the guilt sometimes associated with getting them to pay you. There are two reasons it's essential to their success that they pay you. Okay? First, those who pay, pay attention. Over the last decade, I've invited my friends or family members to sit in on events that others have paid $25,000 to attend. Not once in those 10 years has a single one of those people who sat in for free launched a successful company. Yet in the same room sat people who invested in themselves. They heard the exact same information and because they had invested money to be there, turned that same information into a multi-million dollar a year company. Yes, those who pay, pay attention. And the more they pay, the closer they pay attention. You are actually doing your audience a huge disservice if you undervalue what you are selling. Second, okay, and this is my point of helping. The more success you have, the less time you will have. I remember when I first started, how proud I was that I answered all my customer support emails and talked, often for hours, to everyone who asked me a question. I thought I was serving my audience, but because of how accessible I was to everyone, I wasn't able to serve many people at all. That's exactly how I felt. I can't serve that many people because I'm just here talking to one person at a time, you know, like he was on emails and on phone calls and on messenger. Like, okay, he says to finish it up, you will need to put up barriers to protect your time so you can serve more people by charging for what you do you are showing those who do invest how much you really care about their success okay so we read that and oh man all these years of helping people and of helping and being like, man, I can only help a few people at a time. A light bulb just, bam. Holy crap. 
that's how you help more people. That's how you can, you know, spread your influence. It's to protect your time and to charge for what you do. And so I made a plan right away to to become my own attractive character because I was like, man, I want nothing more than to help more people. And so I said, I'm going to do this by publishing every day and then by doing the one funnel away challenge and launching a funnel. Okay, that's the plan. Now, luckily, I have Olivia, my wife and best friend with me, and and she's on board and she's, you know, we have the same goals. We're aligned. And that's that's so helpful to have an ally, to have someone by my side, you know, instead of saying you can't do it. They're like, you can do it. And you know what? I can do it. Let's do it. We can do it. You know, that's what I'm saying to you right now. We can do it. And at the same time, though, it's it's time consuming to become an attractive character, and it's time consuming. It's expensive. ClickFunnels is a hundred bucks a month. At this time, we were making a twelve hundred bucks a month. You know, in between groceries, we were only spending four hundred dollars a month on groceries, and we have phone, cell phone, and car insurance, and we gotta pay for our kids' clothes, and you know, we have other household things and utilities, and you know, and so finding moments in that budget and time wise you know we're up at 3 30 in the morning getting to work and then i'm teaching early in the morning and then our kids get home from and we help our kids get ready and then they get home from school and then we help clean the house you know we help take care of my parents and you know we have evening meetings and and other responsibilities and so squeezing in the time like and the you know and so we have Oh man, four hours, I believe. Four really dedicated, our mind is fresh hours to take advantage of to do the things that we want to do. And we squoze out a hundred bucks a month to get click funnels and to have that in our budget. Um and all along I'm sitting here going, I'm not enough. You know, it goes back to that that wound from my childhood of of not being able to help. You know, I sit there going, I'm not enough to do this. I'm not an expert. Who the heck, who the heck do I think I am that I can have my own show and that I can, that I can build funnels and that I can help more people than are, than are in my physical presence. Um, and on the day, you know, it, I got on this podcast and I've wanted to, to come back and I'll wrap up real quick because I promised 15, 20 minute shows and I'll get there. Is that after I started this podcast, I missed a few days. You know, it was two weeks in, I missed a day. And then I missed a second day, and a third day, and a fourth day. And I honestly got to thinking, will I ever go back? Should I ever go back? Who am I that I should? And I'll never forget the day that I got back on this show, some three days ago, to pour out myself and to to get back on the horse and to to push forward and to become the person I want to become to fulfill the dream I want to have you know to have a hundred people in my downline to have a thousand ten thousand you know like let's go and I got back on here and it just it meant the world to me and ever since I've just been 
I've had more of an animation and I've had more excitement about even preparing to come on and talk to you. Um, No, to this day, I don't have 100 people in my downline as business builders. We have one, one business builder. Our funnel is in the works. Today, we, oh man, we're like, tomorrow we will have our sales, our, our sales letter wrapped up and and things are cooking you know but that's that's where we're at we are you know working our tails off squeezing out the time squeezing out the money and and pouring every drop of ourselves into becoming and into doing and and then comes the having and i appreciate you i'm so grateful for you i'm grateful that you want to help and that you want to have a hundred people in your downline, that you want to have a thousand people in your downline, you know, MLM is a way you can help people. And this, you know, this way is just an even, an even greater amplification of the way that you can help yourself and others. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.